BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Jalen Hurts, I mean, unquestionably to me is how calm he is. I, I mean, I see 10-year veterans who aren't as calm as he is uh, when things are going wrong or um, you're down 16-7 at halftime in a game that you, you pretty much have to win if you want to get to the playoffs. I, I This is the first-year starting quarterback. I, I've always been amazed by his ability to, to stay so even-keeled and not be uh, the type of quarterback who get flushed. Welcome back live post game show. Uh, I got some disappointing news. We'll get to that in just a second, but uh, we are exclusively presented by ocean casino resort book your summer of 2022 weekend. For the summer of 2022 at Ocean Casino, book it now and go for the live shows. Go for the win. You know, the summer's going to be just spectacular. Joe Messa won't be joining us. A little bit of a scheduling conflict after the game. But I can tell you this, wherever Joe is right now, it's heated with excitement. That much I know. <laughs> and either way, we can Joe. confirm that, yes. Yeah, we sure. can confirm. The per sources. <laughs> First sources ourselves and experience. Uh, Joe uh, will still bring us, though, our good friend John McMullen live uh, from uh, the uh, that dump of a stadium, FedEx Field. Uh, Jalen Hurts is addressing the media right now. Uh, but I will tell you this. Uh, Jalen Hurts did say that uh, pretty cool. Everything was good <laughs> as far as uh, the fans almost falling on him. Interesting situation. Also said after the game that the uh, Eagles continue to put together team wins with how they have rounded out this season and by the way john mcfallen will be joining us in just a moment but i will say again you go back to that game uh that they had against the raiders and uh everything changed after that sure the competition got a lot easier but really it was the eagles making things happen for more on what happened uh after the game as far as the press conferences and player conversations go john mcmullen joins us right now and he is brought to us by our good friend, Joe Messa. Messa Law and Associates need a tough injury lawyer, lawyer called Messa and Associates. Johnny Mac, how are you, my friend? 
I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing doing fantastic. Uh, so Jalen Hurts is okay after you know uh, a railing almost fell on him and several fans. Yeah, that uh, I, I think that was the closest he got sacked all day. He actually, got <laughs> sacked. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he had plenty of time to throw today. That was uh, a big positive. It was interesting because uh, obviously Taylor Heineke started very well in this game, and and it was very similar to the first game with Garrett Gilbert, ten nothing lead, and. I don't know from your perspective, from my perspective, and then after the game, what Nick Sirianni said, Jalen Hurts said, there was a calmness to this team. I never got the feeling uh, they thought they were out of it or, or they weren't going to be able to come back in this game, and and they did, and it was a little bit too close for comfort because Rodney has to make the interception late. But um, it, it, it was strange because I, I think they dominated the game uh, once they got rolling in the second half, but obviously they didn't dominate it on the scoreboard. And sometimes that's the best game for a coach because you get the win, uh, you're you're that much closer to the playoffs, and there's plenty of stuff to complain about. Mm. Um, John, I want to get your take on the the slow starts because it wasn't just a one-game thing. You know, that's kind of been the case the last few games. Uh, we were saying, obviously, when they're against a more competitive opponent, that's just not going to fly. Uh, what's your take on that? And and has Nick Sirianni addressed those slow starts? Yeah, I, I think it's a concern. I, I think it's a valid concern because you're right. If you if you go back to early in the season, then there is a Tom Brady out there, Patrick Mahomes, even a, a Derek Carr, or Justin Herbert. You probably can't afford to do what the Eagles are doing early in games. Um, on the other hand, you got to give them credit for, you know, writing the ship and making adjustments and, and doing things better in the second half of games. I, I think they miss Miles Sanders a little bit more than expected maybe in this game. They weren't running the ball effectively from the running back perspective. Jalen got a little bit more involved in the running game. That's good. That tells you his ankle's feeling at least a little bit better. But uh, until late in the game, um, Austin Scott's numbers weren't great. Uh, Jordan Howard's numbers weren't great. And, and, and they're not, if you look at the final box score. But they were, they were able to run the ball in the fourth quarter when they needed to and siphon some time off the clock. So that's a positive. And I, I, I think from a passing perspective, this is one of Jalen Hurts' best games. I really think that. It might not look like it, uh, but I thought for the most part he made right decisions. He went to the right receiver with the football almost every single time, and I think that's a positive. I, I think, if anything, it was pretty evident that the Washington secondary was just too depleted, and this maybe should have been – a throw the football game. Nobody wants to hear that in Philadelphia, but I, I think they could have thrown the football at will if they wanted to in this game, but they become a run centric team and they stuck with that, with that mentality. Hey, hey, John, what do you make of the fact that last couple of games we have been screaming about the Eagles offense stagnating itself early on, but this time it was the defense. The defense has carried this team um, in a lot of ways over the past month or so. Uh, but they had that, that mental lapse for the first 30 minutes in this game. Do you think it was just one of those days 
or is this a cause for concern as we move forward? You know, it's interesting, Deacon. I, you know, I think Heineken was 14 of 17 in the first right. half. So you right. start hearkening back to those 80% games, those 90% games, for instance, with their car. Um, and you start to say, oops, here we go again. And, but in, the, in this particular one, I, I do think it was a lot of underneath stuff. And I think there was uh, guys missing tackles, guys out of position, and, and really – you know, when Taylor throws it to the sticks, you're almost surprised. He, he never throws the football downfield uh, other than the occasional sort of throw to Terry McLaurin. And then you saw it at the end of the game. They they get all the way, they dink and dink and dunk all the way down the field, and he tries to go over the top to win the game. Interception, game over. So I think they kind of figured out, look, this guy's not going to challenge us deep down the field. And, uh, I think they deserve credit for making those kind of adjustments, but there's still some talent deficiencies on, deficiencies on the defensive side of the ball. I think anybody kidding themselves about that, they still need to improve from a talent perspective, especially on the back seven. Uh, I do think you saw sort of, and we haven't seen it enough this year, but you saw what the Eagles think Josh Sweat can be. I mean, he was, he was a dominant, dominant player in this game and Taylor Heineke is going to be having nightmares about that lengthy six foot five edge rusher looking like uh, a praying mantis everywhere, Uh, whether it's batted balls, sacks, he was all, he was all over. Yeah. uh, I think uh, Taylor Heineke is going to be very, uh, he's going to be having his nightmares about Josh Sweat while Jalen Hurts is having nightmares about a guardrail. Uh, But (laughs) Uh, when it comes Welcome to, to FedEx. Yeah, really. I know. <laughs> at, least me, it's I know. Sewage, at least it's not sewage water. <laughs> exactly. True, true. Uh, we, we, yeah. we just listed all the horrible things about FedEx Field a minute ago, but you're absolutely right, John. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to uh, that, that defensive play, what was the difference in the second half? Was it just the defensive line getting after it, or was it a matter of uh, some type of adjustment Jonathan Gannon made at halftime? Now, we, we asked Josh Sweat that. He said no adjustments. They just executed better. And, and as I said, they tackled better for the most part when, when they did complete those short passes. And there wasn't as much uh, yards as, after catch. But I think, you know, if you think about the one completion, and Nick Sirianni was talking about how hot Taylor Heineke was early in the game. The one he was, he was about to get sacked, I think it was Derek Barnett, was all over him, unblocked. He just threw the ball up, and it's a completion. It looked like the ugliest thing you ever saw, and it, it, you start to think to yourself, oh, is this going to be one of those days? But uh, the Eagles settled down, and, um, you know, he, was, he wasn't going to throw the football to the stick. So as long as you, you, you have that check down, you can rally and tackle. Uh, I think they did that better in the second half than the first half. Uh, going back to Jalen Hurts, uh, you mentioned his ankle. We heard, had heard that, you know, he went to Nick Sirianni during the game and said he was willing to do whatever it took. So is he completely healthy physically, or was that Jalen Hurts being Jalen Hurts and saying, look, I'll just push through it and make this happen and get this win? No, he's not. He's not 100% physically. The The Eagles have basically taken uh, the RP, RPO aspect of this offense off the table the past couple of weeks. So you don't have that plus one in the running game that they like to call it. Now, it's a little bit better. I think they ran it twice only with Jalen Hurts uh, against the Giants. So uh, he did say to, to Nick Sirianni, 
during the game. Call whatever you have to call, meaning, you know, if you have to call a quarterback run to get this win, do it. He'll get through it. But he, he's clearly dealing with something. Head coach admitted that. Jalen's admitted it in the past. It's not 100%. But, you know, last week he said 2-0 and uh, is, is, you know, the ankle's good enough to go 2-0. and Now it's good enough to go 3-0. and uh, and that's that's all that matters from his perspective. John, we always like to talk about character wins, and I thought this was a big character win for this team. It, it's nice when you put up 27, 33 points a game. It looks good for fantasy, you know, fantasy footballers out there. But to win these kind of knockdown, drag out, bare knuckle type fights, um, it, it's a great learning tool for what they could encounter in the second season. Yeah, it is. Anytime you play these close, the Eagles haven't had a lot of close games, really, if you think about it. And and one where you're sort of wringing your hands and you know say what you want about the Washington football team, they're they're 20 yards away from winning this game. So, you know, anything can happen in that circumstance. I, I mean, uh, you know, if that ball's thrown a little bit better, uh, uh, Taylor Heineke can maybe fit it in in between Anthony Harris and Rodney McLeod, who knows? The Washington football team might have another play or two where that play ends up. Um, and anytime you get out of games, you have to learn how to win these close games in the NFL, especially with a young quarterback and a young head coach. And that's What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. That's a process. The Eagles like to talk about their process. It's a process to learn how to win these games, these close games. So it's always positive. Mm-hmm. What has impressed you the most when it comes to the maturation process of both Nick Sirianni as a play caller and a head coach, and then Jalen Hurts as the quarterback of this team? Well, Jalen Hurts, I mean, unquestionably to me is how calm he is. I, I mean, I see 10-year veterans who aren't as calm as he is uh, when things are going wrong or um, – you're down 16-7 at halftime in a game that you, you pretty much have to win if you want to get to the playoffs. I, I This is the first-year starting quarterback. I, I've always been amazed by his ability to to stay so even-keeled and not be uh, the type of quarterback who would get flustered. We've, we've seen it from the other you, – you've seen a Jake Fromm get flustered. You've seen a Garrett Gilbert get flustered. You've seen even – a Taylor Heineke today get flustered. You you see Jalen Hurts have poor performances, poor games, poor plays, but he doesn't get flustered. It's almost weird. It's almost eerie in in a little bit of a way. And, and then from Nick Nick Sirianni, I I think he he's. I don't want to say the same thing because Nick gets upset. Uh, you know, he's the nicest guy in the world. You see him today. He's taking extra credits. He's happy. He knows he's closing in on the playoffs. But he wasn't happy when his introductory press conference went over like a you-know-what in church in this town. <laughs> he, he was not happy when people made a big deal of the flower thing. He was mad. He was upset. 
and he's got, he, he always calls it that Italian temper, but um, he's a little bit different behind the scenes than in front of the scenes. He's a really nice guy, but he, he, he's not as even keeled as Jalen Hurts. And he's been able to use these things uh, to not only motivate himself and his coaching staff, but also the team. And, and Doug did the same thing for a long time, this us versus the world type of mentality. And, you know, everybody's making fun of us because I said this about a flower, that type of thing. He's able to use that, and, and the players buy into it. And I think it's if it works, it's great. Um, so I want to talk about, I know we touched on defense, uh, and I, I always ask you about our guy, Jonathan Gannon, because I know that, our views on him differ. Um, and I know you kind of talked about your thoughts on the defense's performance today, but in terms of Jonathan Gannon's scheme and how he's preparing and the fact that there are rumors going around that he's been so good, he's being considered for head coaching jobs. Like, do you have any insight on that? And what's your opinion on how he prepared for this game? Um, I, I think it wouldn't surprise me if Jonathan uh, got a interview um, somewhere uh, and we'll see really? what jobs open. Uh, in, you know, Minnesota, for instance, if they move on, they're probably going to move on. Uh, he was there for a long time. They have a lot of respect for him. I shouldn't say a long time because he's only 37 years old, but that's where he kind of started. Um, so I, I could see him getting that first step of, of being on the radar somewhere in this league. Very similar to Nick Sirianni, if you think about Nick and you know, he's a young, energetic guy. He's a good communicator. And, and, and you know, D. Gunn, you'll know that, you know, half about getting a job in this league is getting the interview and then wowing the guy interviewing you. Um, and that's what Nick Sirianni did to Jeffrey Lurie. Uh He got in the room and, and he won him over. So from that perspective, look, there are hot candidates. I don't, I don't think Jonathan is at that point yet. Um but if he's if he gets in a room with somebody, he, he might win the motor. That's mm. that's that's how effective he is communicating with people. Um, but I, I, I doubt it. So it, it'll be his first step, so to speak, of going toward uh, becoming a head coach. And I, I think he's got this defense headed in the right direction. A lot of people have talked about, look, they're top ten in so many categories. I can't name them. I mean, if you're using the context of this league, well, top 10 is pretty good. Um, now, you'll, you'll have other people that say it was bottom 10 when the quarterbacks were good. Mm -hmm. and, it was, and it's, you know, now it's number five because the quarterbacks have been bad. So where's the truth? Is it, it it's usually in between? It's in between. Uh, yeah, uh, they don't have the talent to deal with the Patrick Mahomes is of the world probably at this stage, but not a lot of teams mm. do. So I, I think for the talent he has, if I told you guys, this would be the number five defense in the <laughs> NFL in week 17, you probably would have called me crazy. That's a large sample size. Yes, that we definitely would have called you crazy. <laughs> I, can, I can confirm that. Uh, let me ask you this, though, just to go back to the to the quarterback real quick, and I'll ask you this again next week and then probably after the Eagles playoff game, because right now I want to give let the good people know uh, the Panthers are beating the Saints 10-3, to 
The Texans, unfortunately, are beating the 49ers, but the Panthers are doing their part, and the Packers win tonight as well. But, uh, John, I'll ask you this. Uh, who will be the starting quarterback? With all the, the stories out there about Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson and all that, who will be the Eagles' starting quarterback in 2022? Uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, I, mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to leave a little bit of wiggle room only because – um, I know what the Eagles think of Sean Watson as a player. Um, and obviously there's so many issues from a legal standpoint. So if you want to jump over those hurdles and, and they get to Sean Watson uh, for pennies on the dollar, I'm going to leave the door slightly ajar for that. Um, there's players, I always call them FU players. Uh, in other words, there are certain players. There are certain players so talented. No matter how much you like a guy, you say, and I think we all like Jalen Hurts. We all respect him. And that at some point, if you get somebody as talented as Deshaun Watson, you have to say, "F you," and that's why they're F players. Oh, gee. Oh my goodness. Well, I don't know if Antonio Brown is still one of those players anymore. If you saw his antics earlier, he today. used to be, not anymore. Yeah, he used to be, and that I that I agree with. Uh, how do you think this plays out next week, John? Given uh, again, the Texans right now are beating the 49ers. The Panthers are beating the Saints, so it looks like the Eagles will get one of those two things to fall into their place. And then Packers, obviously, facing a backup tonight against the Vikings. How do you think next week plays out against Dallas? Is that game going to matter to either team? Uh, no, because uh, most likely uh, Green Bay, as you mentioned, is going to clinch the number one seed. So Dallas is not going to have anything to play for. I mean, they could start doing the whole, should we look at matchups, but that's difficult. You know, would you rather be the two, the three, whatever, but that's kind of difficult. And, and from the Eagles' perspective, if they're in, you just want to rest as many as your key players as possible. Um and, and get them as healthy as possible because whomever you play, you're up again. You're, this is where we get some answers when it comes to the defense, Devin, because they're mm-hmm. going to face a good quarterback in, in right. the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, John, and that I, terrifies I'm me. Of, yeah, John, I'm of the belief that um, if the Eagles do get in tonight and they still have a, an opportunity to jockey seating one position, move into the number six hole, and whether Dallas wins or loses, or more importantly, if Dallas wins, they're still in that tie, that Bermuda Triangle tie with the Rams and Tampa Bay and, you know, trying to jockey for seeding if they can't catch Green Bay. I, I still think that game next week has some significance for both teams. And if that's the case, my biggest concern is they can move that doggone game to Sunday night. That's the last thing I want to happen is to have that game moved to Sunday night. Yeah, I'm with you. That We were talking about that. That's a worst-case scenario. Uh, Sunday night game. Yeah, we, we don't want any part of that. So uh, I'm hoping, and I think the Eagles will clinch tonight because obviously, you know, Minnesota barely had a chance with Kirk Cousins. They have no chance with the backup quarterback. So that, that part's going to happen. And then you need just one of the two games here at the 430 window. Uh, going your way. So it's very likely uh, the, I don't think the Eagles are going to want to jockey for seven, six. And by the way, if I'm the Eagles, I'm avoiding, and people aren't going to like this, but I've said it before, so I'll say it again. I'm avoiding 
the Dallas Cowboys at all costs. Because mm. I, I just don't think Styles make fights, they say. I, I don't like that matchup. I mean, we saw what happened the last time, either. so. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, John, oh, real, last one, real quick. How close to 100%, just real quick, how close to 100% is uh, Jordan Howard in being healthy? True. Um, I'm going to go 85%. I, I, don't, I don't, he clearly wasn't himself. He had, right. he had extra padding on during the week. Um, but he was out there, so I give him credit because he, he and again, the numbers weren't great. But in the second half, he made some big runs, especially on that last drive, uh, which really siphoned uh, a lot of clock off. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, John McMullen, great talking to you as per usual. Don't forget, portions of this live broadcast are brought to you by First Trust Bank. Check out the Jacob Media YouTube channel tomorrow morning for Birds 365 with Jody Mack and Johnny Mack himself. First Trust Bank, the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. John, thanks so much, brother. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Thank you, and Happy New Year to you. John McMullen joining uh, the show right there. Yeah, I did, I mean, I, I even thought 85% was it was generous in terms of the health you saw from Jordan Howard. We'll see what happens going forward with how all that plays out. Uh, we'll continue to break it down when we return on live postgame show. And don't forget, we're brought to you by Stateside Vodka. Grab a Stateside Vodka soda and try the new Surfside Iced Tea by Stateside Vodka. See the scroll below and use the promo code JACOB. For 15% off the very popular Stateside Vodka Soda, go to statesidevodka.com for more info. That's statesidevodka.com. We'll be back on 6ABC and the Jacob Media YouTube channel in just a second. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.